Zero Money Money That's C dot R O Double Dollar Sign Host of the Nerds and Friends Podcast. I'm joined tonight with my co-host Codename Comet. Salutations, my fellow blurs, nerds, and peaceful herds. It's your boy Codename Comet coming at y'all this evening. How y'all doing? Well, they can't answer you because we we record it. We don't do no. Yeah, I know, but you know, I still like to ask. You know, you yeah. know, sometimes you know, some people gonna hit me back. Hey, bro, I was doing real good that night. But thanks, you for asking. You know what I'm right. saying? Who is that? That's a that's a new impression. I don't know who that is. It sounds I don't know, like I might, his name. I might hold on to that to hold on to that. It sounds like a nigga named Horace, right? Like a Rufus or a Charlie, maybe. I can see a Rufus. I might, yeah, I might call that nigga Rufus. All right, Rufus. Yeah, we have to have Rufus call in sometime. You know what I mean? But we're back tonight focusing on our anime duo series. Didn't intend for it to be a series, but I think it's one we're having a lot of fun with. I hope you guys are enjoying it as well. Don't make, uh, don't forget to check out the other ones we've got out available on our channel. Nerding with friends available wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to leave a review. And rate us. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, Anchor, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. But for this episode, we we tackled um, some good guys who teamed up with former bad guys. We tackled, you know, just a group of great guys that never. Never intended to be evil. Never written for that character. So today we're going to focus on villains. And we made things easy on ourselves. And we already found a bunch of duos to talk about within Naruto's Akatsuki. I think... uh... I think the the Naruto Akatsuki group, like you said, it's just a group that was already, you know, put together. I think another good group would have been the Phantom Troop from Hunter Hunter. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'd be a future conversation that we could do. They were somewhat put together uh, in duos, I think at least once. But I think the Akatsuki group just their duo, their duos just made sense in terms of so many different things. Uh from the storytelling to their opponents at the time. Um, I really liked, like, after just doing a little bit more research on each, you know, individual character and, you know, seeing what they're about, where they came from, even down to, like, their reason for being. Like, the Akatsuki is just kind of like a dope group, and it's just, you know, when they were initiated into the the Naruto, you know, space. It was something that you immediately were interested in. Uh it was it was yeah, to me the, I felt like it was different, you know? It, it's a terrorist organization, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm used yeah. to, you know, global, you know, monsters like Frieza and demons and stuff, but I could, like, it's interesting. You know, I watch Naruto as an adult, mostly, mm-hmm. and, like, oh, this is a terrorist organization. I, I'm familiar with terrorist organizations right now. Like, this is exactly. um, an interesting idea, especially when you see, like, the original Koski formed by um, Yahiko. Yahiko? Yahiko? Yeah, Yahiko, Nagato, and Konai back in the day. Um, 
and then what it evolved to under Payne and Madara, um, kind of um, something you would see in real life. Um, an organization that started with people who, you know, in their eyes had this pure idea and goal trying to reach and just things not working out in the right way. You make you make some really good points because the the fact that, you know, when you talk about it, like the Akoski started with as a group with very pure intentions, you know, with Yahiko, Konan and, you know, what used to be Nagato. Um, they, they started as a group that was put together in order to protect all small villages in times of large wars because one thing that he notices and it was because of you know personal experiences when these large wars happen everyone who's to the wayside or on the sidelines and not having anything to really do with it they have to just take the brunt force of whatever repercussions these wars create and nine out of ten the major villages don't do anything about it. They move on and, and operate as, as norm. So, you know, for them, they act as a guerrilla unit to attack some of these big forces. And over time, it just got to the point where they were just like, man, I think the only way to stop this shit is to take over so that way we ain't got to worry about nobody dealing with it anymore. And you go about doing stuff like that, you attract some really dark and demented people. Yeah, I, I guess I just hate comparing, you know, what Yaiko wanted to do with what ended up happening after he died. Like, I really just like it really just fucked up his entire legacy. You know what I mean? Did. Like even using his body as, uh, a, as a, oh, we gonna we gonna get into that, man. Let's <laughs> let's get things rocking and rolling, man. Let's 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 tackle the first group that we meet once Shipwooden kicks off. That's how we're gonna tackle this list. And that that first group we see is Deidara and Sassari. So I, I I like that we we get a chance to start with this group because we just finished with a, a moment in Naruto history that just it exudes disrespect. And mm-hmm. this group is one of pure disrespect. Both of them, you know. Saucery, uh, a man of 35, and Datara, a 19-year-old kid. Uh, the way that they operated. 35? <laughs> I thought Saucery was older than that. So I looked it up. Nigga was only like 35 years old. Yeah. But <laughs> in a 19-year-old's body. So, you know, he lived in his childhood forever and ever. Just and, a body. <laughs> and a monster's body. And a monster's body. Hidden like, within a child's body. <laughs> so, and uh, Data is just a monster himself. Like, Mister, what that mouth do? Like, oh. the shit that this nigga could create, like with these with these little clay dolls, like always some creepy spider shit. But it's like them shits really packed a punch. Like the he he fucked the sand village up you in know, a night. What I what I really liked about these characters is that they were always arguing with each other but i felt like it was more of like an exchange of um intellectuals because they were both artists 
And that's another thing I liked about them. They were the best at their craft. You know, data yeah, always exactly. say art is an explosion. You see the the level that um, Sastry was regarded with his puppet technique and how everybody, you know, marveled at his abilities and what he could do, making a puppet out of one of the Kazakages, you know, right. just, you know, his whole body being a living puppet, being able to control up to a hundred puppets, not even having, you know, a real body anymore, just kind of being like a clump of yeah. organic tissue. You know what I mean? Like in a heart. Right. And then Datoro, who literally died for his art. Exactly. You know, gave him gave himself for the art. And you know, like you said, it's it's funny to see it from two sides of the spectrum of two great artists. So you have a, a, a kid artist who's arrogant and feels like he's always right. And you got the adult artist who's been through all this experience. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he he feels like he's right because he's seen a thing or two it's like this little young whippersnapper don't know no better. And yeah. they get paired together. Their conversation is something you'd probably see and like um like a the English, the English department with um a TA and a and a and a um a tenured professor, some stuff they had argued yeah. about. Exactly. That's the, that that's that's what I see like their arguments being. And let's not forget, like the guy these guys are powerful and Absolutely. they're smart. Let's not forget they they showed up in another one of our lists. They had one of these arguments they had while sitting on top of Gara's dead body. Disrespectful. <laughs> so they were, you know, despite, you know, using some very villain-like tactics, were able to take down a Kazekage and a Jinchuriki. So with them being like a real introduction to the Akatsuki, um, that's a real show of power, being able to capture Gara like that, especially it's right after shipping, and we see how strong Gara was at the end of Naruto. It was perfect timing. Uh, and like you, you would think of, you think about it in terms of okay, this is what Gara was doing not then, and you see this has been three years later. He's mu- he must be stronger since he is the Kaze Kage. Like he's clearly in control of the One Tail Beast. You know he has the whole city on his side, and that in itself, he has the whole city on his side. And two men came in in the, the night, city. like a whole village. You know what I'm saying? The whole village on his side. He got the whole city was side on some Jeezy shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Old school Chevy to drop top horses, bro. Say, God, <laughs> like, ain't bring the city out. I feel you. Yeah, real nigga, dog. Real nigga guard the Kage. But um, and two dudes pull up in the night and capture, bro, like it's absolutely nothing and blow the city and blow same village up. The only reason, I I will say, they got Garb because he was protecting his people. They used some very villainish tactics to get him. But at the end of the day, they got him. They got him. (laughs) Spot him, got him. You know, (laughs) 
This is, that is a good point. That's exactly how they did it. They sent them spiders in there, figured out where where, where bro was, blew that shit up, and went and got him. Oh, <laughs> like, got that him. was it was quick. It was truly quick. It was an operation, yo. Um, and and with as far as killed him, like yeah, like, I mean, they, he died when he got the Jinchuriki taken. Jinchuriki taken out, but, but in, regardless, regardless. There was nine of them, only two survived, and when it got one back, <laughs> like so, they caught they caught the rest of them and they didn't get them back. Like they only really got him back is because Naruto just happened to know him, and the eight tells us that nigga they just happened they stupid asses sent Sasuke. Well, you know? speaking of Sasuke. Another thing about these guys is they show up at the beginning of um, Shippuden, like they say, and we got to see um, of our three main characters, we got to see two of them take out these members of the Akatsuki with um, God, what is her name? Sakura Sakura. and Lady Chiho teaming up to take out um, Sasori. You know, there was the whole thing with Lady Chiho being his uh, grandmother. grandmother. And, yeah. You know, the relationship they had. And this was really our first time seeing Sakura, like, fight, seeing what she learned from Lady Tsunade. And, you know, showing how she's improved over the time. And then right. Sasuke, this is really the first time we're seeing him pop up and him taking out Datara. Right. So <laughs> it's just funny to think like that. That was the first two that went out. Right. After, you know, they introduced like how strong they are by taking out Gara. And then it's like mm-hmm. you get beat by this old lady and Sakura. Granted, um, at that point, I feel like Sasori was kind of waiting to be put down. Yeah, he had been through everything. Like, yeah. They, it was a long fight. And 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 to be completely honest, like of all people, Sakura really wasn't the fight for him because a close combat fight with someone yeah. who has every has the understanding of what he could actually do. They're both long range fighters too, you know, like Data and Sakura were both long range fighters. Exactly. But they also both dead. Speaking both of dead. being dead and both dead, this is a interesting. Nice little segue into the next duo, the immortal duo of Hidan and Kakazu. Because um, one of them niggas ain't dead. <laughs> one of them niggas ain't dead. And much like Data and Sasori, these niggas hated each other. Absolutely hated each other. They pretty much work with each other because Kakazu kept killing his teammates and they stuck him with Hidan because he can't kill him. Yeah. But he, he absolutely hates Hidan because of who Hidan is and Kakazu and, and Hidan hates Kakazu because of kind of who he is. Like they're just like complete parallels, but they're both undead people. Yeah, you know, I hate doing this, but since we did mention that Kakazu had other teammates, I feel like it would be um, important to remind people that Sasori was originally teamed up with, uh, was it Orochimaru? I think it was Orochimaru. Yeah, Sasori was teamed up with Orochimaru at one point, if I'm not mistaken. And um, 
I was gonna throw that mention in there. I was we actually got to, to see a, a member of the Akatsuki. Mm-hmm. For a short time, and we're gonna get into that later on in this list. But just to backtrack for a bit, we actually did get to see um Sasori become a member of the Akatsuki. I think he's the only member we really saw really join. And that art stuff did play a, a pivotal role in it. And I just wanted to touch on that real quick. And bad at these two because they were, in my opinion, a much better duo. And mm-hmm. their part of the story definitely, I feel, was a lot more critical than what the, the past ones brought. So they pushed the story along much more than the first. Right. You know, like Shikamaru is probably the greatest mind inside of Naruto. And even he said that if these two work together, there's no stopping them. Their powers perfectly complement each other. If Hidan is down, mm-hmm. Kakazu is able to send out, you know, his little clones and stuff to help fight. He can buy him time in order for him to do his ritual. And on the flip side, if um, Kakazu is down, Hidan, you know, not only does he have like an instant kill shot to get rid of, you know, somebody, but he can also help gather the parts to help stitch um, Kakazu back up, not having to worry about the enemies targeting him. Right. And I thought one thing that was like really interesting about this like undead crew is like I don't like did you know that Kakazu is old enough to have fought the uh Hashirama? Yeah. Uh I'm gonna be real with you. I've seen a lot of people touch on that subject, and I think it's the funniest thing in the world because like he ain't no slouch. But right. <laughs> you did not fight Hashirama. <laughs> you, you did not fight Hashirama and still be here. <laughs> right. It's like, you were there. You, you might have went. He, this nigga threw a fucking shuriken at his ass and hauled and left. He bucked after oh, that. Fuck that that is him hilarious. fighting Hashirama. That shit is hilarious. But yeah, uh, now I don't even know how old Hedon is. Uh, I don't know I don't, nothing about Josh in either. I, they have Hedon listed as, let's see, what was it? I don't even know if they do. Because I don't, I really don't know like completely how his immortality works. I don't know if it stops his aging or if, you know, the nigga just can't die. Right. I feel like, it's, and I feel like it seems like it's one of those ones where he could just kind of stop himself from dying. And it's only happened like once or twice. Like it didn't seem like he would be the kind of person who at 22. Um, so I don't feel like he's just got to that point where he had died up until Shikamaru. But I feel like with, you know, you know, the rituals of Joshin, you know, he had a way to come back to life, which, you know, we saw that. Mm-hmm. And he ain't coming back now. They probably got a mountain on top of that nigga. But also at the same time, we do have to recognize, you know, the feats that these two were able to do. Um, I think they captured um, two of the tail beasts. 
Yes, they captured um, the seven tail, which was food. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think the fifth tail, which was... Was that the fire cat? That was the fire... The fire cat was two. The fifth tail was the monkey, I thought. Goku? No, the Goku was four. Five was the... What was five? I think it was it was something weird looking. Seven is the bug. Yep, that was one. That was one with food where they 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 were actually from. She was from the same village as Kakuzu. Kakuzu, bitch ass nigga. Right. It was the. I can't even describe what the this is. The slug. <laughs> it's not the slug. It's the the skinny white cat looking thing. Oh, okay. Now, what tail was that? That is the five tail beast. Well, hey, they captured two tail beasts. That's right. That's just a lot. Come on. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> like you said before. It's nine of them bitches. They caught two of them. And they put down my boy Osama. That's the to me, that was the the biggest thing. Like they they put down Osama. And they put him down, down at a time where we was really starting really to love to awesome. You know, like we, we just we just got a chance to like un like learn him, like learn her, like more about him. He had a kid on the way. You know, not to mention, I feel like for what it's worth, he was the best teacher. You know what I mean? Like he got look at his pupils. You know, he sure. and she could show like. They they what they they got promoted before all the other teams, right? They were the first team to have all their members be um Jonin, right? Um because remember awesome of, the, of the younger ones because we the about the with League between, and shit. They were older. Yeah, they, they were like a yeah, but I'm talking the, about like the, a Naruto team just started. Yes, yeah, they were the first team that all all became Joni. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and awesome lad just gave like, him the earrings. We seen he was there when he helped Naruto learn about the the chakra natures. Yeah. And they just they worked a bit together better. And I would say like any of the other teams like off rip, like they they as a unit had it figured out. Like they weren't gonna have they, they didn't have too many issues. Well listen, you know, you he had, was like, he was blessed with some great students. Like the families had worked together absolutely. too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like yeah. it was destiny. <laughs> absolutely. Like, even their kids are on all of the same team. But again, another shinobi that was no slouch and he was taken down. Granted would he have still lost if he knew what was going on with their powers? Mm-hmm. Possibly not. But let's not forget these are two immortal immortal ninjas that they're having to deal with. And in the process of like, you know, him going down like, you know, sh- uh, we, we, this this will be a, a kind of a segue to something we'll talk someone we'll talk about later, but like as a great teacher he was, he brought intel in his passing that led to, you know, them being able to be successful. Like, had he not uh, 
had he not learned more about what they could do and pass that knowledge on to Chikamaru, he may not have beaten he got. So yeah. like it perfectly embodied. It, it just shows. Yeah, keep on burning. Yeah, you know, but uh, you know, these guys like they 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 work together. They're very efficient. Another thing I thought was interesting about them was you know, Kakazu was all about that money. Always about his money, boy. And Hidan like was always trying to spend that shit. You know, my boy Hidan was trying to have a good time. Like you could tell, Kakazu hated this man. Hated this man, and Hidan just didn't give a fuck. Like I, I'm not gonna say I would live like Hidan if I knew that I couldn't die. But at the same time, like you know, I feel like that character is being like this person who knows that they can't die. I feel mm-hmm. like that's very realistic. Absolutely. And to be on on the the force that he's on, like he gonna do what the fuck he want. And these two, their defeats. Kagazu's dead, but he don't defeat and Kagazu's death were also some pivotal moments for some pivotal characters yeah. just to get rid of the low-hanging fruit he done fuck with the wrong one. Oh yeah that's that boy he should have he should have killed kurna they walked around and killed asuma sensei and shikamaru was on his ass oh bro quick that was the first time. I don't think it, w- it wasn't a drag. This was, um, you know, Asuma's death and the way Shikamaru dealt with that grief was some of the best, like, depiction I've seen of a character actually going through, you know, losing somebody special to them. I think it's very realistic. Well, yeah, with, when Chikamaru's dad brought him out there, they were playing the game. He had the conversation. He was like, you know, son, like, hey, man, just do what you got to do. Let it out. You know, we see Shikamaru going through this. And after he cleared his head, man, and he was back on it, he had that plan for Hidon ass. Like I said, we knew he had to separate now. And once he did and he got Hidon, like boxed off, you know. If you watch Naruto, you know what happens. Hidan's head is sitting covered in dirt right now, and Shikamaru's um, family forest being forever guarded to make sure this nigga never sees the light of day again. And that boy Shikamaru dropped one of the coldest lines. In anime history, I forgot what the lead up is, but this is when he's got Hidan and what is his grave about to bury him. He's like, See, you and I have very different beliefs. I believe in the will of fire and that pathetic Lord Joshua or whatever isn't your God anymore. I am. If that ain't the coldest shit I heard in Naruto. I heard a lot of cold shit in Naruto, but I would have never expected my dog Shikamaru to rattle off some bars like that. 
But it dropped some heat on him, boy. I swear. Let him know what it was before, before he dropped that bomb. And then with Kakazu, we got to see uh, that third member of Team 7 show their strength and taking out a member of the Akatsuki. And that's when Naruto created the... Well, when we got to see Naruto use the uh, Rasen Shuriken and, you know, it showing its ability to cut things at the molecular level and how he didn't kill Kakazu. Uh, uh, yeah, Kakashi did. Kakashi was the one that felt the final blow, dealt the final blow. And that reminds me of like just keeping the main character's hands clean. Naruto didn't really kill anybody inside the story. It, you know, it's essentially um, Kagazu got napped and get you forced. Goku beat the shit out of Vegeta. Vegeta killed him. Those, those, that's um, that's Kakashi's body. That's on him. He got a few of them. He don't mind. It's funny that because now that I think about it, they did uh. Magna like that too. With Dante. Uh-huh. Because Jack killed Jack killed Dante. Allegedly. I don't Allegedly. know until I see the body. <laughs> Speaking Allegedly of seeing the Dante. body. D motherfucker got some bodies on them. And that <laughs> boy, dude. <laughs> yeah, so bodies Like this is the assassination duo for sure. Before we get to like ridiculous levels of strength, <laughs> these motherfuckers is the strongest members of the Akatsuki. These niggas do not play. They're actually the first ones we met, and we actually got to see how strong uh, they really are and Naruto's uh, first part, and that's Itachi and Kisame. Whew. Who are we going to talk about first? Um, you want to talk about the, the the beast with no tail? I I I got I think we have to talk about the beast with no tail first because they said this nigga was the tail beast with no tail. Like this nigga is strong as a tail beast and he ain't got no tail. He ain't got no tail. Like the only, so the only thing he can't do is a tail beast bomb. Like th- that's about it. Like this nigga this nigga has some mood. He has some jutsu for your ass. Bro, like anything water. This nigga could turn that shit into basically a knife or a spear or anything. And like you talking about someone who has all but lightning release. Like that's a lot in itself. Like most people only have like, one you know, two one to two, two chakra natures. And for him to have four, like, and then the way his body's set up, it's like, he's not a normal human being. Like, Right, he's 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 more durable than the average person. Nigga, like a fish um, man. It, that that I'm, I want to call him a fish man. He's like <laughs> the fish man of like like that bro. He, like he's like um, the Arlong of, of Naruto. It's like Arlong brother just hopped you know, on the boat in the wrong spot. A little fun fact: Oda snuck in um, Kisame. 
and Jariah inside of uh, Whitebeard, uh, one of his divisions. The mm. fish man that looked like a shark, he's actually um, modeled after uh, Kisame. Kisame? Yeah. That's funny. I didn't know that. Huh. Mm-hmm. He got a name oh, and dude. everything. I think he's the leader of the fourth division. That's the, I'm going to look that up. I'm going I'm to have to check Brad out. Yeah. My boy Kisame made it. But, he, had to get, he had to get up off these uh, uh <laughs> streets, boy. Nigga went from the goddamn ninja to a pirate. I ain't mad at him. Hey, man. Guy one, kept roughing that nigga. One piece seems a lot safer. Unless your name Ace, you you a little bit good. You're right. But Kisame, man, like him and Itachi, when they first popped up, you saw how strong the Akatsuki was going to be and what type of threat they were. You got to think, yeah. they they put the top, they put some of um, the top ninja in the Leaf Village, they put them boys out, you know? Um, Kisame, uh, who is he fighting? Asuma, right? Kisame and Asuma and Kura and I were all fighting. It took the two of them to fight Lord knows we couldn't have Kur and I going up against Itachi trying to put him in a goddamn genjutsu. Right. That shit does not work. That shit did not work at all. That nigga is the king of genjutsus, bro. Like, but leave it alone. I know we said we were going to talk about Kisame, but Itachi fucked Kakashi up. Oh, my God. How long did that shit last? <laughs> he put him I, in I don't even remember, man. Like, oh my god! I just remember what it looked like, and it just looked like something you don't want to get caught in. Like he didn't even he punch really... this man and put this man in the hospital. The mental damage. This nigga was fucked up. The scars. And, and you know the the crazy thing is, it turned what was it minutes into years of pain he was going through, like just being tortured. You know what I'm oh saying? Oh, my God. You, you got to think, too. It's like, these niggas know each other. <laughs> like, these these niggas used to, like, consider each other as, as really good friends. Man. And at I, this point, bruh, I think Itachi dislikes this nigga. <laughs> bruh, you say they were really good friends. Itachi marked his parents. <laughs> he marked his girlfriend. He marked his family. God damn it. Let me knock Kisame out of the way. When you talk about Itachi, Kisame, another thing I liked about him was he was, I would say, the loyalist member of the Akasta because he was the one that really knew the real plan of what was going on. You know, his intel was valuable to the war effort. Getting getting that um that message out before him him dying. I think Guy had to go to like the seventh gate to fight Kisame. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna put it up there. Like outside of these crazy feats of people, Guy was one of the strongest people in the show, just using up to the seventh gate, not even counting the eighth. Like oh, right. let, let's keep a buck, let, let's keep it a buck here. You know what I mean? And and then like let, like take it to account, like. They didn't kill Kisame. Kisame killed Kisame. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, they they caught him. Kisame was like, yeah, y'all can't. You know, you can't kill me, so I'm just be out. I mean, the plan will live. 
Right, like, I'm not going to tell you nothing. I'm not going to waste my time, waste your time. Like, let me just peace. Not, we didn't even mention like his skills with Semi Hata. Right. Just you know, <laughs> this living sword that feeds off of chakra, him being strong enough to be able to tame it. Right. That, 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 like, that being a feat in itself, because when I can't remember who got it next, but like, uh, who is that? Uh, Killer B. Was it Killer B that got it next? Killer B. It took Killer B a minute to like. I think it ended up with um, um, the other dude, the one that was with Sasuke. Yeah, I can't think of what his name is right now. He don't matter. He don't, he ain't making no duo list. He definitely not making no duo list. He ain't making no list. He gonna get, he gonna make a punt list. <laughs> the sideline characters you forget about. <laughs> yeah, shark, shark uh, boy looking ass. Oh, shark boy looking ass. Try, try. I, I, I do like that meme where it was like the um the Uchiha brothers both got a, a little uh pet shark. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Hey man, like, <laughs> they're just like they just cool like that. Yeah. Yeah, like to keep something fierce next to him, but you know, to, to just to wrap up with Kisame, man, like, like you said, the the loyalty, the the strength, the the intelligence, the evil. Like this nigga was evil. The, 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 the this, pure evilness. Like, like and, and all evil. of that to say. I would say the one thing that I really liked about all of that, like with all of that, he really did respect Itachi. Yeah, like, I will say, like they're probably the only. Well, we'll get into between, between the, next, the one, next. But they, this is where we start to see like them actually being able. These members like each other. They tolerate. Yeah, each other. you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. they I do actually feel like get along with everything Itachi was going through, like carrying that burden. I do feel like as a shitty as a person he was, Kisame was a friend of his in mm-hmm. some in some capacity. Yeah. I feel like you know they both went through situations. Now granted, Kisame was just evil ass nigga. Like that nigga had many a chance to to not be evil, and that nigga just decided to be evil. That's the nigga that wake up and choose violence. But Natachi got like, black Air Force energy. That nigga got black Tim's energy, my nigga. Jesus. That nigga, that nigga wake up and put on his Undertaker boots. But um, what was I saying? With with their like I said, with their relationship, their relationship just it just showed that there was something. Like there was some sort of a friendship. It wasn't just I right, we out here killing niggas all the time, even though they're just a ruthless ass duo. Um, and he, he, like you got to think about that. Um, more parallels between these two. Not that I would say, you know, of this of the regular members, I would say Atachi is definitely the smartest. I would say Kisame is definitely the strongest. Not that these two were the only ones that were like friends, but Atachi was really a double agent and. Kisame was like the most devoted to the true, the true goal of the of the Akatsuki. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Like these niggas are on completely <laughs> opposite sides, but they get along the best. 
There's a message in there somewhere. You know what I'm saying? There's got to be a message in there somewhere. Because if you think Deidara, Sasori, Hidan, Kakazu, they're all thinking one thing. You know, they're thinking that they're going to use the tail beast for this type of leverage and make money exactly. and, like, rule the world. And Kizume is like, nah, that's not what's going on. That's not Itachi's like, nah, that's not nah, what's, that's going, not what's on. going on. <laughs> and then the next group, they they know that that's – well, they know. They knew better. They knew they, better. They, they knew they better that they were trying to they were trying to sidestep that by doing better by the world. But at the end of the day, like if you think about the next group, no, they were they were a part of we the gotta, originals. We gotta finish Itachi. But we gotta get back to Itachi. We gotta finish Itachi. Before we get to the, tr- the 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 wannabe heroes, we gotta get to the true hero. We gotta heroes. we gotta we gotta talk about how cold Itachi was when he knocked on the door to kid that Naruto. <laughs> we gotta talk about how gangster he was to um fuck up his brother again. Yeah. We gotta talk about how he saved Jiraiya's life, spared him when he showed up. I'm not gonna say that um Kisame could take out Jiraiya, but we gotta Itachi. Itachi could I, I think Itachi could have took dry with Kisame yeah. if they wanted to. Absolutely. Considering the weapons we didn't even know Itachi had at his disposal, you know, not only does he have Amaterasu, not only does he have Sukiyomi, not only does he have his Susano, he also has those ancient weapons that he used in his fight against um Sasuke was it the right to Tosoku blade, and there was something else like these ancient weapons that even Orochimaru wanted, and we'd never see them here from them, don't know what the fuck ever happened to them again. And that doesn't even take into account as he really wanted to, he could use Shisui's eye, he chooses <laughs> not to <laughs> use Shisui's eye for something else other than having a fail-safe to save the world if something were to happen to him. He put that eye inside of Naruto to use the shit on Sasuke so that it would basically, like, change him to do the right thing. Things didn't turn out like that, and he used it on himself when he came back to life, initiated some of the coldest shit. I said my dog Shikamaru had bars. I had to look that shit up. I can somewhat paraphrase what this nigga Itachi said to um who was Orochimaru's um student, the nigga with the glasses. Oh, Kabuto. That when Kabuto. that nigga dropped some shit on Kabuto? Oh my oh, gosh, bro. My God, when he stuck Kabuto into Izanagi. Stuck that nigga into a loop of his own demise, bro. Until he got right. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> like, and he he dropped the coldest line. Every jutsu has a weakness, and this one is me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Uh, you know, b- besides being one of the coldest, coolest, smoothest, dopest characters in the show, the nigga was the ideal role model of a big bro. Absolutely. He he showed it a lot. I know we spoke about Itachi heavily on other episodes, like when we did the Saiyans and Uchiha video but it cannot 
you know, we can't like emphasize how much more this child really took on the burden of the adults and carried that mm-hmm. shit to the point where it gave him Itachi disease and the nigga just couldn't live anymore. From the age of 13, like, that nigga just had that disease where it's just, the nigga just stressed. The nigga just tried <laughs> to kill himself when he was, like, five years old. You know, he knew what it was. <laughs> he tried to kill himself when he was, like, five years old. Like, he, he was a pacifist. That was why he specialized in getting Genjutsu. Am I saying yeah. that right? No, I'm sorry. Genjutsu. Yeah, that's why he specialized in that. You know, Kisame, he was definitely the brawler. Atachi, close your eyes when you see him, but he could also fuck you with some Taijutsu and Ninjutsu. Just don't fuck with him. You know? Just don't fuck with him. Just, just yeah. when you see him, walk away. Right, which is what Kuranai did instead of trying to fight with her dumb ass. Right. But Moving on to the next group. Before we get into that, I think it's time for a break. Let's let's pay some bills. We ain't paying no bills for this. Like, I mean, we'll, we will be one day. But one day. Manifest, manifest. Let's make a little change right here from a word of what I sponsor. I like that. Welcome back to Nerd with Friends podcast. We're getting into our second segment in this Akatsuki duo video. And now we're getting into the heavy hitters here. And we're going to tackle some OGs of the Akatsuki, and that's Payne and Konar. The two have started good. You know, this duo is sadly a trio. Yeah. Because... um, as we later find out, um, Nagato, who has um, Madara's Renegon, is controlling his dead homie's body to, um, you know, because his body is basically crippled to the point where he can't use it anymore. Have you ever seen the Teen Titans Go movie and you see the, the, the nigga who, who made the Ink Monsters? He looked like that, he all stuck and shit. But that nigga look down bad. Like I feel like that's one of the sad, like one of the sadder stories in Naruto, like him Dog. controlling Yahiko's body. Like, do you like like Conan loved this man and she has to work with his reanimated right. body? Every day, like it ain't shit. Like Just looking looking at, at her lover's body. And hearing like Nagato's voice, knowing that this man is like he's gone, but look at his body committing these atrocities, and she's just like along for the ride because she's just so broken about all the shit. So now she's just following, you know, like one of her best friends into literally whatever. Right. Like I feel like her character. She kind of recognized that Yaiko's death broke Nagato way more Mm -hmm. than it did her. And she's like sticking with him to kind of like watch over him as well. You know, like it's hard to help somebody through grief when you're grieving yourself. And I feel like Naruto 
as much as he was able to, you know, bring Nagato to the light, he was able to do that for um, Conan as well. But aside from like, you know, this had to be one of the tightest groups, you know, like mm-hmm. raised together. They're basically siblings yeah. at this point. And, you know, the ups and downs that they went through being trained together um, and being two of the most powerful members. Like, Kona might have been the strongest uh, female ninja in Naruto. Uh, yeah, I think, it, I think it would be hard to say that she wasn't. Because if you think about Obito is definitely top five. Like... In Naruto. Now, maybe at, at this point, he's not at the height of his strength, but he's still pretty damn dangerous. And the um, only reason this like, nigga had two goddamn, um, goddamn Sharon guns. He was, he, he was, he had some Hashirama cells. Like, come on. You know, now, what, you, you know what? You damn right. I didn't even think about that. I, I forgot about the Hashirama cells. Like, this nigga's and, dangerous. Yeah. And, and he was spamming Kamui. To where you know you couldn't really hit him, which I feel like you know really if she was fighting anyone else, she would have marked easily. She but the fact that you just cannot sea, kill this, hit this nigga, a sea full of exploding paper bombs, and she had it timed out to where she knew how long he could hold his shit. She had been ready to murk this man. For years, she was ready. If he did not pick up a spare Sharingan, <sighs> it would have been a wrap. And this would have totally been a different story. Different story. <laughs> it would have been this a different two story. totally different stories. Man. Naruto would have ended after pain, like many people wanted it to. <laughs> that have been <laughs> right there. Man, and, and that's what that's what makes it this this group sad is because this is the to me the only group that had some redeeming qualities. Like had they not died, they could have been heroes. You know, and I, I don't even think they reanimated Conan's body. So it's like when she died, that was it. Like she fell into the ocean to be with Jiraiya, basically. Yeah. Speaking of Jiraiya, that's I think that's the first time we really saw her fight. And even he commented on how powerful she had become. Mm-hmm. And I would like to think maybe she was holding back because she wasn't as, you know, jaded and she wasn't as hateful as, as Nagato was. Right. Who straight up murk this man. But whew. Yeah, Nagata went up there with full strength. Yeah, I, I thought it was real, real like, you know, fitting. Like when she died and you see the paper go to the the, the burials for Nagato and Yaiko, you mm-hmm. know, so they could all be resting together now. But with that said, we gotta talk about this nigga pain. Cause God damn, this this, this nigga this. was fucking up the duo. Like, bro, you 
You really gonna have her talking to her dead man like that? Like that just feel like that's a little disrespectful in itself. It's it, it's crazy, like, cause this nigga killed Kakashi, and that's not the most disrespectful thing that he did. Like, the nigga did kill Kakashi. The nigga killed a lot of people. They killed a lot of people. This nigga I feel like did this nigga kill Hinata? No, didn't Hinata die in that fight? Nah, she ain't die. Okay, so it was just her up. They could put put paws on her ass, bro. Like, like, literally fucked up the village for no reason. Like that shit, had, that village had nothing to do with the situation. Bro, he brought all those people back to life. He did. He did. He did bring them back to life, but his actions did put Donzo into power. So, you know what I'm saying? Which that's one of the worst things that could have ever happened for the village. Like Donzo in the power fucks up. Fucked up a lot of shit. It, it put the world in, in the war. It allowed the world to 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 exceed, ex, excel into war. I would say, right? Yeah, and you know, Pain is probably one of the best villains. I would say in anime, he's a lot of people's favorite villain. Naruto. A lot of people think Naruto should have ended after Pain. Um, I could have seen it. I definitely think his story was a great one kind of how you could wrap things up with a bow naruto mm-hmm. appearing toward um jiraiya's former students getting that type of you know um, reconciliation he finally, he finally got in the, rec- the recognition by the fam by the village like that was the first time the whole village had really looked he at became him the like- hero you know, oh, for sure. was the hero. You know, yeah. his entrance was, you know, like that shit was amazing when Sakura basically um, summoned that nigga to, to, to come after the village that got almighty pushed back, pushed the shit, pushed the muffin cap back on the goddamn hidden <laughs> Revealed all that shit. Ain't nothing hidden behind this lead bitch. Gone. <laughs> My dog Naruto showed up with Gamabunta and some more frogs. My boy, my dog was in sage mode, and he Man, got at it. Right. You know, not this 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 uh this duo was Pain and Conan, but let's not forget, it's tattooed on that little frog back for the rest of his life. This is six niggas we talking about here, <laughs> right? And Naruto went to war with all six of them niggas. But the main body, that pain body, that Yahiko and Conan, you know, we saw them conversing the most amongst the, you know, that's who um, pain would really talk to, you know, like, and like we said earlier in episode, the original Akatsuki, what, what, what Yahiko initially set out to do they were members of that, you know. Yeah, Pain uh, Nagato. He he was an exceptional fighter. He had the running guy, but let's not forget he wasn't the leader. You know that was Yahiko. He was the one trying to help things along. He was very timid. Yeah, and, you know he was he along for the ride. Right. He had one, he, he had one of the saddest backstories. Seeing his parents killed. And then, you know, awakening the Renegon powers and 
just him trying to control it and, you know, this not pressure that Jiraiya put on him, but seeing him as like the child of the prophecy and stuff, him having the Renegade. And then when Yaiko died, all that just went out the window and it warped yeah. him into, into pain. Like, pain. The nigga name is pain. Like, yeah, like that in itself, like it just tell you, like his life is pain. Like he's living in pain. You wow. see him on the screen. You've seen him on the screen for the first time as an adult. It's like, oh, this nigga hurt. It's like it's the the saying, you know, like my pain is greater than yours. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, nigga, you had it rough. You had it. Rough. You had it. One of the worst in this show. And if it wasn't for Conan, things would be a lot worse. Yeah. Out of the duos, I would definitely say this is my favorite. Not only yeah. because of the power they have, but because of the history between the two, what they really mean to each other and what they mean to the larger story of Naruto. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I I think, uh, you know, to transition, you know, I would like to, you know, just talk about, you know, we mentioned that when the Akasia initiate was initiated, it started as a good organization, an organization that was helping out, you know, villagers. But what I would say, uh, one of the re- main reasons that the Akasia was even able to become a terrorist organization is because of this next duo, and that's Madara and Obito. Basically, like you know, without this next, without this next unit, like to be there, the Akatsuki never would have changed because with the initiation of Obito under the, you know, the guise of Madara Uchiha, at this point, this is kind of you know what he was asking himself as, um, you know, it allowed the Akatsuki to believe that they can do more whenever they needed to do some dirt, they, you know, Madara sent out Obito to go off some niggas. And at this point, this is when he was starting to, like, really start to gain his strength again with all the, you know, as you stated before, the Hashirama cells. You know, he was starting to 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 boss up a little bit, I believe, at this point. I don't know how old he was, but I just remember in terms, like, what in the, in, might have been, like, 17. Maybe a little younger than that, but, like, probably, like, Around like 15, like 16, 17. 17, 17. Yeah, yeah around this point. Like, but you know, he's he's off killing people because I I, I want to say this is around the time that Ren died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It had to be that nigga was evil. Yeah, and that's what you know really sent this nigga <laughs> over the edge. Yeah. So you know, he was really at this point like a gun for hire, and you know, he had a he 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 had a, he had a master, and. With everything that Obito was under the surface, to even hide under the guise of Toby, this like goofy ass, silly ass character that you really don't take seriously for like majority of the time that you see him. But and, and one of the things is like you like you take into account is this nigga been doing commonly from like from jump of Toby, but you never really take into account like oh that's that's kind of cool like this nigga literally is transfer like phasing through shit and we haven't seen that in Naruto and like yeah, I didn't know even, what they didn't know what this jutsu was 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It was just it was just different. You um, know, like another thing we gotta mention, Toby was teamed up with um with Datera after Sasori died. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you didn't, if you think that fucking Datera hated Sasori, this nigga really hated Toby. Really hated Toby. Toby was funny as fuck, goofy as fuck, and take shit seriously. You know, I gotta I think mean, that was the guy, one time like Obito really got a chance to like let loose and have fun. Nah, man, he wasn't letting loose and having fun. And I'm gonna get into that because Obito, Obito is a sad motherfucker. Obito probably the saddest motherfucker in Naruto. The whole story of Naruto is Naruto finding people he could have been. And it's the last person is Obito. So you gotta think Gara, Nagato, Obito. Obito, yeah. And this nigga was probably the closest to Naruto. And the fact that he even had his own Sasuke and he had his own Sakura. Yeah, and Naruto was trained by his Sasuke. And he even had his own Kakashi. <laughs> yeah. He, Who was Naruto's dad? That's just crazy. Th- this nigga yeah. could have been Naruto. Easily. Naruto yeah, could have easily been this nigga. Yeah, that's a good one. No, he wasn't. And they, had the, they even had the same no, goals. No types of fun. Once you get to these levels, the last two groups we're going to talk about here. It's pretty much, I'm manipulating you, I'm manipulating you, he's manipulating me, and I'm the mastermind. <laughs> That's kind of what all this is at this point. Yeah. But we have to start with Obito, my personal favorite character in Naruto. You, you got to think, Obito was much like Naruto. Yeah. He was underachiever, but he had a big heart. Got into a very bad situation by going out to save somebody, something that he was not really instructed to do in the ninja world. That's not what you do. But those who turn their back on their friends are worse than scum. Something he was true to. So you have to think of everybody's breaking point. His was probably the heart is rushing to see his probably only friend. I call Kakashi his best friend, but they really only acknowledged each other mm-hmm. for the last moments of what Kakashi thought was Obito's life. Yeah. And to see Kakashi kill Ren after giving him his eye promising that you would protect her. And him acknowledging that the greater ninja world did this, that this world is horrible. This world is hell. We talked about Kisame knowing the truth behind the Akatsuki's goals. This is the one who told this to him. He was able to convey this to Kisame. Kisame was like, yeah, I'm on board. I'm ready to die for this shit. Yeah. The infinite Tsukiyomi is something that Obito wanted to do himself. Much like Naruto, he wanted to be the Hokage. He wanted to be the protector of the Leaf Village. He saw the infinite Tsukiyomi 
that's protecting the whole world. Yeah. And making sure another Ren didn't happen. I always go back to this. The plan was Madara wanted Obito to bring him back to life. Madara was to cast Infinite Sukiyo. Obito said, I'm not bringing you back to life. I don't trust you. And he was right not to trust him. And he mm-hmm. planned on doing the Infinite Sukiyomi. But like we see, when Madara did it in the show, those who do the Infinite Sukiyomi do not get the benefit of experiencing their perfect world. For us, he would still know there is no Ren. He would know this world is pointless, but he was ready to take that pain away from everybody else and him live with all that suffering. Because he had already been through it. And let's not, you know, they're all ninjas here, right? Mm -hmm. These are all ninjas. They have the ability to copy other people. We've seen them be in disguises and such. Obito went from goofy-ass Toby to serious-ass Madara Uchiha. Mm-hmm. All of this being a facade of who he really was. Mm-hmm. That should be fucking up your head. Like, everything this man did was for the infinite Sukiyomi. He was all for the plan. And he was all for the plan because it was relayed to him through this amazing training through Madara Uchiha, the baddest motherfucker in Naruto. We didn't talk levels about how bad of a motherfucker Madara is. He showed up on our disrespectful list too, the way he pulled the Kage, the five Kage's card. <laughs> this is the first duo where. You know, we saw where it was like partnership, 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 uh, growing up together. And this one is actually a student and a pupil. Yeah. This is almost like on some Star Wars Sith Sith Lord. And oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Is the, the evil version of Yoda and Luke Skywalker. Yeah, good point. Yeah, that's exactly you know, what this is. Madara being old and crippled, basically having to use Genjutsu to train this man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And passing on a Zetsu before he died and all that stuff, which we're going to get into. He, cre- he quote-unquote created Black Zetsu as his ultimate will to help guide Obito. He really left Obito with all the plans, all the instructions, we've said Itachi and Shikamaru are some of the greatest minds inside of Naruto, but Madara, to have this plan where he faked his death, was able to live long enough, achieve the Renegon at an old age, fortunate for whatever happened to Obito happened to him, for him to be able to pass on this knowledge to another member of the Uchiha clan. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. And even those two, they worked extremely well together just from the fact that they're so damn powerful. Mm-hmm. Like yet, like 
you know, that training had to do something. But at the end of the day, like these two could be doing whatever the hell they want. And there's not much you can do to stop them, especially when they linked up with the Ten Tails. Exactly. It's like um, you mentioned that the I, I feel like with each group, we've kind of gone up in strength a little bit. And to me, this is by far like this is like top five, like strongest characters in the show. If you um, do, if you do the um, what's the juju that brings people back from the dead? The re reanimation jutsu. Yeah, if you do the reanimation jutsu on these two characters, the reanimation jutsu brings you back as your strongest. If you do it to this duo, they come back as Ten Tails Jinchuriki. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. These niggas are strong. These niggas are strong. Right. So like this, this ain't the duo to be fucked with. And like you said, they're they're. They're a duo built bent on revenge and hatred. Uh, I wouldn't even say revenge and and hatred. They're just steered by this goal. I feel like revenge and hatred might be a spark, you know. Yeah. Moderate hate. You think it's different at this point. You think it's more of a principle at this point. This is just is what it is. This just needs to happen because this world is filthy. Right. They just see it as like this world is so fucked up. And I, I like that because it's, it's almost like the, the if you think about it like that, like all of the Uchiha it almost becomes like this this Puritans, and it's like you know this world needs to be cleansed. Even Sasuke be, at the end of Naruto was still exactly. on the same shit. You know what I mean? It's like this like, world has got this world is, is is filthy. Like the way that y'all acting was like this, this shit got to be clean. And it goes all the way back to Indra. Like they yeah. try to. They want to take away that free will and just give you this perfection. But you have to let people, you know, bumble through life. Unfortunately, you know, people have to make their own decisions. People have to do things for the greater good. And you can't live in this fake, you know, pretty much like a virtual dream world. It's it's not really living. Right. That's not how that's not how life is. And Naruto was able to, you know, show that to Obito. And he tried to turn on Madara for aligning himself with the good guys for the last time. But that damn black Zetsu and that damn Madara boy, they ain't let it happen. And Madara had to go out on his own when, you know, it's like that meme where it's like it's a gun pointed at somebody. It's a gun pointed at somebody else. And you got old boy up in the pew with the sniper. <laughs> yep. There's always another nigga aiming at your head top, but and, and Madero is next. You know, I, just to talk about these two characters, their deaths. Um, it took a lot to take my boy Obito down, man. Let's yeah, let's let's not ever take that from him. Not only did he lose um his once you have a tail beast removed from you, you're supposed to die. That didn't kill him. He performed the Rene rebirth. That's supposed to kill you. That didn't kill him. Got his eye ripped out a couple times. That didn't kill him. Had his body forcibly moved around by Black Zest. That didn't kill him. Uh, and this is all in the span of like probably like two hours. Opening up 
different dimensions and traveling, bre- breaking the limits of his showering yeah. guy. The whole fight, being stabbed. That did not kill him. It took, it took literally the end-all, be-all villain of the time with a kill shot attack with a 0%. You, you hit this, you die. That's what it took to kill him. And boy, was it one of the most noble, great deaths in Naruto. Um, I'm, I'm sure we've talked about Obito plenty on this one, too. But, you know, his final words to Naruto to go be the Hokage, you know, his final message to Kashi saving him again. Mm-hmm. And him reunited with Ren. He got some shit to answer for. Like, you show up in that little boy body all you want. Conan gonna see your ass as Toby. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, he got some redemption, you know? Mm-hmm. Same as Madara, you know? Also, the crazy thing about Madara's death, I really wonder what they did with his eyes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to think that, I think when he died, he had lost the Renegon and his eyes were back to being Sharingan. I mean, I don't really know if it works like that, but it's possible. No, I mean, if you go back and look at it, like, the nigga's eyes, it's not Renegon's no but more. But just not Renegon's anymore? Huh. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're not Renegon's no more. That's weird. That's well, I mean, the nigga had lost a lot of sh- a lot of chakra, a lot of life. You know, he's yeah, dying. Nigga did lose dying at this point. You know, so and he's a reanimated. You know, soul as is, like you dying a second time. So his, you know, his last talk with Hashirama, and you know how they'd have that last drink as war buddies. That was another one where it's like you know, if everybody can be happy, happy in heaven. Ninja Heaven, where it's like, damn, you killed me. If they could all put that shit to the side, yeah. you know Hashirama and Madara out there telling some crazy ass stories with niggas That's listening. Cool. You know That's what cool. I mean? Uh, uh, I'm glad that these two characters, you know, one of the best things about Naruto is that outside of like this next duo we're going to get into, this final duo, all of the villains could have easily have been heroes and they were heroes in their own right and in their own heads and right now we just hit that of the duos in the Akatsuki those were you know the main ones I think the Conan the Pain the Obito and and Madara because these last two we're only talking about them because they're technically on that but fuck That's Black Zestu. That's White Zestu. Black Zestu, basically the mastermind out of all this shit. Moderate trick, Obito. Obito trick, pain. But on top of that, Zestu trick Madara to making him think the infinite Tsukiyomi was this benevolent thing where he was really just using it to bring Kaguya back to life. (laughs) And then White Zestu Ain't nothing but a do boy either. I don't even know if it'd be better to to, to mention him with White Zetsu. He kind of just tagged along. White Zetsu. I don't think there was much to his character 
but he did hang around with the Zetsu Toby, not to be confused with Obito, mm-hmm. fake persona. This Toby Zetsu had the squirrely face like um, Obito's mask. And he was pretty much, this was the act that Obito was, was giving off. He was acting like this Zetsu who could, you know, warp his body around others. And th- these were just like the most annoying characters to me. Absolutely. I like, love seeing them die. I fucking hated Z- Zetsu. Especially um, when they created all the Zetsu clones and shit like that and start shooting them motherfuckers through. <sighs> like when they made all the Zetsu clones and start shooting them motherfuckers through like volcanoes through the grounds, like little zits <laughs> and stuff like that. That shit there was just disgusting. Like I, I was not a huge fan of this character. Like I understand why he needed to be there, and I did think it was pretty cool how it was just a just a double cross on a double cross on a double cross. It felt like a fucking nin- a mafia ninja movie, um, <laughs> but it it just maybe it just seemed a little bit redundant at that point. I don't know, because I and then at that point, I don't even know, if, like, that was part of the reason why I didn't, like, finish up the series. Like, I've seen the fight, but I don't really, I didn't see the build up to the fight. So, like, maybe you, maybe you can, uh, how, how does, how does the infinite Tsukuyomi help him bring him back Kagura? How does that work? So, the infinite Tsukuyomi is how you make Zetsu. So, um, every Zestu you see was once a person that was stuck in the infinite Tsukuyomi. So, that's um, Kaguya making her little army. And then, um, him becoming the Tentail Jinchuriki was how she was able to bring herself back to life. Uh So now, you know, if you remember um, her plan, was, you know, you do the infinite Tsukiyomi, you put people into these dream states, but you're really just making, like, this army of slaves. Hmm. Yes, you are. Yeah. I think that's what fueled the tree, and that's how you made the chakra fruit, which was the oh, ultimate okay. goal. They're trying to make another tree, or a chakra fruit. Mm-hmm. All of this shit to stop her father. Hey, Naruto, that shit get real crazy at the end. And then spiraling the Baruto, but I don't even want to talk about the rest of these niggas. The total motherfucker died when the infinite Tsukiyomi got broke. Uh, Zetsu died with um, Sasuke. And Black Zetsu got sealed away with Kaguya. Good Good riddance to three rubbish motherfuckers. We doing right. a duos list, and we had to talk about these three ashy ass motherfucking Naruto characters. I hate them. Fuck, I'm glad Trace. this episode is over. <laughs> fuck with the Akatsuki. Don't fuck with them Zetsu niggas. Yeah, but they fucked up Akatsuki for real. One of the best organizations, evil organizations in anime. I would say. I, I would say yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I would say like. A, a close second, I would say the Phantom Troop. 
Yeah, but I love him some Phantom Troop, man. Phantom we Troop we gonna we gonna do a Phantom Troop episode, dog. We gonna we gonna talk about that, boy. You know what I'm saying? Well, Bikowski, bro, Bikowski was just some real ass niggas, man. All of them. It's a shame that they all they weren't all for the same thing, but that's what was one of the things that made them great. And you know, like they evolved with the show. You had niggas who yep. was there for for one thing, and you had some niggas that was there for a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. But may 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 their their story live in infamy. Shout out to the real ones. And let the rest lay where they lay. And until next time, it's been me, your boy C Row Money Money. That's C dot R O double dollar sign. And me, your boy Codename Comet. Y'all have a great one. And we out, chill. Peace.